0: Where chaos meets comedy, nonsense collides with reality, a personal project pushing the bounds of creativity and growth. This is the Dandemonium Podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to episode 41, 22 predictions of 2022. I'm going to try and run through this thing without any editing. So I appreciate everybody that has uh, listened in thus far and supported this channel. Please like, share, subscribe, all that good shit. And we're going to get right to it. Okay, this is a caveat. So at the end of this, there will be a spoiler alert. I just saw a movie very recently on Netflix called Don't Look Up. I will mention before I get to it, it'll be after the number one prediction. Just so if you haven't seen the movie, I suggest you turn it off at that point and watch the movie. It's pretty great. So without further ado, we're just going to get right into it. This is a little upsetting, okay? It's wild, wacky, and crazy. I have 22 predictions. I think that there will be at least 11 of them that come true. You can pick the 11 that you think are going to come true. But at least 50% will come true. So again, without further ado, number 20... 20 uh, I'm sorry, number... Blah blah blah. See, I'm not even going to edit that. You get all the mistakes, all the goodness that comes with this channel. I would have edited it out before, but I'm not going to do that. So number 22, this will never happen. And it's happening. There's a lot of people and your air quotes conspiracy theorist friends out there that, and I'll call them more so truth seekers because it's questioning the things that are happening and going on. And we should be questioning this stuff. So all these people that had said at some point, including myself, and I'm hearing stuff, I'm trying to stay up to date. It's very difficult to do so unless you have the time and you invest the time because it takes so much time to really seek out truthful information these days, and that's pretty sad. But one of the things people are saying, that will never happen. No, this isn't going to happen to us, but it's happening. The Nazi cities like New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago adopting the show-me-your-papers policy. This isn't just for adults. These are uh, also for children as young as five years old. This is a little crazy. If you don't think this is Nazi-like behavior, then I really don't know what to say. Either you're not paying attention, you're listening to certain uh, legacy media and corporate media propaganda is what it is. So that's number 22. Number 21, there will be more variants. Surprise, everybody. Now, I'm not going out on a limb, but I will say there's going to be at least two variants. I'll, I'll put it this way. There will be as many variants as there is needed to be. And that implies that if we need a variant to enforce certain things or uh, create a certain fear campaign or this, uh, just in order for us to comply to these draconian bullshit regulations that are going on from state to state, some are worse than others. If you live in a city and you have certain... I don't know. I'm not going to get too far into that. I'm going to try and stay on script here so I don't veer off too much. But uh, it will be a continual pattern of once we start seeing a little bit of relief, boom, you have a breakthrough case. And then uh, we get a few months past the breakthrough case, you know, through this whole time. You can't take off your mask. You can't do this. You can't do that. But boom, now you need a booster because now there's been two, three variants, and it's going to get crazy and continually... We have to just kind of admit at a certain point that this has been released on us one way or another, and it is a part of our lives. It's like the flu. The flu this year made a comeback. Hey, congratulations, flu. You are now back in the news. But whatever it is, it won't be enough. It will continue to grow and grow as far as a uh, propaganda, a tool, if you will, that uh, no crisis should uh, ever go to waste. And I have to bring this up because we talk about it. Everybody talks about it. It's one of the things why I'm glad I didn't actually podcast all through 2021 is because everybody's talking about the same shit. And we'll get back to that. But uh, I hope we can all just move on at some point and just figure out a good system that doesn't continually follow the trajectory that it's been going. So That was number 21. Number 20, media will blow stories out of context and proportion. Again, not going out on a fucking limb here, but if you haven't been seeing the bias, seeing the propaganda, seeing there was just another news article that I saw very recently about another CNN producer has been allegedly maybe a part of some sort of pedophile thing? I don't know. But it seems to be a very common thing throughout the CNN network and the producers. I'm not sure what's going on over there. It's pretty messed up. If you haven't been searching out beyond these legacy and corporate media outlets and haven't found one or at least a few independent uh, thinkers out there, truth truth thinkers or uh, truth seekers, and people that really discuss real issues and this could be in a long form conversation for example joe i, I don't know i'm not going to you know promote any other you got to do your own work and figure out what works for you and your ideals especially if you think it's getting a little crazy or you have you should have suspicion and doubts about what you're being told i don't even care if it comes from your independent source that you actually listen to But we have to use our brains. We have to use common sense, especially in the next coming years, because it's going to get worse and it's going to continue to grow into this propaganda uh, division, divisive tool. Yeah, and I could go on and on and on about that. But let's try to stay on track here. So media is going to blow stories out of context and proportion. So search out those independent sites. Find something that you feel comfortable listening to that agrees with your values and your ideas, and at least you will be on a, I would say, more likely an informed, a true informed path of the truth. Number 19, Bill Gates, Spider-Man, and a mutated Dr. Fauci. And I'm not really sure what's going on here, but Bill Gates was a big part of this whole pandemic situation. He was on the news, he was given interviews, things like that, but we haven't seen him in a little while. So I wonder what's going on with him in a, the past few months, the past half a year. The last thing I actually heard in the media was that he was getting divorced with Melinda Gates. And, you know, after that, he could just kind of disappeared a little bit. We do know that he has been buying up a bunch of farmland. So maybe he's building these matrix-like pods to just put us in this fluid situation, hook our brains up. He's going to we're going to feed off the electricity of the land and that's why I, that hey I know it's this one is far fetched but he's buying up the farmland to create matrix like pods for us people because we just consume too much and he thinks there's we're overpopulated here anyways it's a bad sign not seeing him in the media who knows what crazy things he's up to he's a super villain that we all love to hate Yeah, so the the next one. This is all part of the Bill Gates Spider-Man and a mutated Dr. Fauci. Recently, there was a movie that has been released. Again, spoiler alert here. But I I even know the sequel to No Way Home. Spider-Man eventually finds his way home. And then the sequel is named You Can't Leave Home. So disappointed with the mandates and the ugly rule... Of the failing leaders and the Dr. Faucis and the Bill Gates, and really these monopolized, these elite, uh, super rich individuals that are nefarious, he tracks down his new nemesis, which is, or should I say, was a Dr. Fauci. Now he's a mutated mess of corona bats and sandflies. He is morphed into he's like the man bear pig only he's Fauci Corona bats sand flies okay he can fly around he uh, feeds on beagle puppies That's just terrible it's sad that's sad but this is our future this is gonna happen in 2022 number 18 the catch me outside how about that girl marries the island boys let me say that again You all remember the, uh, Dr. Phil, catch me outside, how about that? And then she ended up skyrocketing her career to be a rap artist. And then she marries the Island Boys. This is terrible, but this is happening next year. This sets off a cosmically charged events throughout the world. Their third quarter 2022 offspring will literally have red leather skin and horns. If this doesn't explain... What we have yet to look into, and I will say not really look forward to, because all this stuff is very dystopian, but it's it's what's going to happen next year. Maybe 50%, like I mentioned. Disclaimer there, so I can't get sued. Number 17, I will gain one more YouTube subscriber on this channel. I got 15. Come on. Give me that one. Make it 16. 16 subscribers. I could deal with that. That will be nice. And with the magic of editing, I'm back just like that. I left you with number 17. We are on number 16. The birthing person will become more of a thing. Now, I'm going to reference some shows, some movies throughout this podcast, so sorry if it's a spoiler. But there will be an influx of males on a mission to biologically and medically Birth a child. Okay, these are the times we're getting into. This may be a controversial subject, but I say some things are better left to nature. You know, like human tinkering, certain gain of function research, like the torturing of beagle puppies and things like that. If you're a male and you want to birth something out of which was once your dick hole, then great. I don't think any of us should be able to say, like, eh, you know, hey, you really shouldn't do that. I don't give a fuck what you do. You don't, it doesn't affect me, and, hey, as long as it doesn't affect me, if you start saying that uh, run across the street because I'm wearing a Make America Great Again hat, <laughs> and uh, you harass me, steal my hat, spit on me, uh, hit me with the skateboard, something like that, you know, then you're making things my problem and then that's where we have a problem but anyways if you want to do that that that's great there's some people getting a little too carried away with entertainment and this is a reference to the american horror story the last season it was a part two of the double feature this is the the yeah the last part so part two of the double feature Uh, i believe it was episode six through ten six through eleven something like that so spoiler alert once again But four people get abducted, including two males that get inseminated with alien-human-hybrid fetuses. Two males, two females. One man delivers a child outside of protocol because these things are not good. They're very vicious and they're looking for the correct human-alien hybrid to advance a civilization where they can also occupy Earth because... Our atmospheric conditions are not 100% suitable for the alien life form. So this is a uh, experimentation, insemination thing going on. So they C-section this alien out of this dude. The octopus alien comes out crawling out. Not a second after admiring the beautiful wonders of nature, because this this male just he's admiring the the wonders and joy of being able to birth an alien hybrid thing, and the alien latches to the mother slash father's face in a carnage of death it sucks the life out of this guy and just kills him and you know it's great we're uh we're such a culture that is so accepting of so many different things there's no doubt there are some people like you know that might take the entertainment level a little too far they're like it's fucking cool man i want to birth a killer alien baby one day and then he starts putting unrealistic shit out there, like, you know, to his partner. Would you care for the baby after it eats my fucking face? I will birth the alien baby hybrid child. And after it kills me and destroys me. And ends my life. Would you care for that little baby? Uh, I don't know. There's, I don't know. That's pretty fucked up, man. Are you even serious about this relationship? Uh, It's pretty weird, dude. Man, you've been acting so weird since I started the Alien Birthing Parent Group on the meta, bro. What's going on? Bottom line is we can't take entertainment a little too seriously. And uh, it seems like a lot of the entertainment, actually, on that same subject is taking things into different levels. It's almost annoying when it's just... If it's, like, in there, great... But if it's trying to again fulfill like a, a propaganda like ideal or something where it's like that's what the issues turn into and that's a primary thing of the movie, it's the entertainment. Okay. It's not a political issue on whether you're this or that, or if you're a male, you want to birth a, a alien hybrid baby, I think you should be able to. I mean, if we have that technology and that's what you want to do, why not? Who's holding it back, man? You know? But when when it starts to become other people's problem, <laughs> that's where people start to have an issue with it. And I, I, you know, kind of agree with that whole context of, of things. So anyways, not to linger on number 16, the birthing parent. Uh, moving on to number 15. There will be an increase in Chicago homicides. Okay, and this is a lot less humorous. It's a lot less joking around on this one. This is... Pretty much going to be a given. So again, not going out on a limb with some of these predictions, but 2021 had 793 homicides up 33. Was it Uh, 33 or 33%? No, I think uh, just up 33 from the previous year. So 2020, they had 760, 760. so now it's 793, up 33 from the previous year. According to the Chicago Tribune article from December 27th, 2021, this does not include killings that occurred in self-defense or in other circumstances not measured in Chicago police statistics. Uh, they are often young, black, and male victims, you won't hear about this unless it fits requirement narrative and attempts to continually divide the country in racial differences. It's a very sad thing, but it's, uh, I believe this to be true. And that was my own statement. That wasn't a statement from the Chicago Tribune, but I added that uh, that you won't hear about these things. It's not something that's mainstream. Lori Lightfoot is not going to exploit these issues that are real issues that really should be taking attention to and discussed, but it's nowhere to be found in mainstream and or any other stream, except for independent news. Again, reminder, be sure to check out your independent news sources. 740 deaths were the result of gunshot and 53 were not. For 2022, this is my prediction, again, not from the Chicago Tribune, Let's add the year to last year's deaths, and we're looking at 2,815 Chicago deaths, this being a 350% increase from the homicides in 2021. Obviously, I don't realistically think it's going to be that bad, but again, just trying to exploit the topic or address the topic that these things need to be addressed and discussed. And you won't see this. You will not see this. There will be an increase next year. I will say that definitively. And I will admit if I'm wrong, maybe I could do a follow-up on next year around this time and see where I'm at with these predictions and what happened and what did not. And along with that, let's also avoid mentioning the almost 100,000 opioid deaths that happened in 2021, according to the CDC. Because that does nothing for ratings. It doesn't exploit the continual narrative of dividing the American people against each other and things like that. So, again, just not a topic you're going to really hear about. Moving on to number 14 new popular rhymes. See, this is a little bit more, oh, I think it's a little bit more uplifting. You know, these are nursery rhymes that are going to be developed and just revised a little bit. We're changing the ways, like 1984, we're changing our language. We're changing nursery rhymes for children. We're going to make sure that these kids grow up in a very comfortable state of compliance and making sure that there is loyalty, kind of like a Communist Party country, a Communist uh, Party, but (laughs) moving on. Here's some new popular rhymes developed for children. Ring around the infinity ring, pocket full of COVID green. Droplets, droplets, the masks will never come down. It's like ring around the rosy, pocket full of blah, blah, blah. Twinkle, twinkle, little scar, on my arm, that's where you are. In the world of fear and fright, you protect me in the night. Yeah, very dystopian. You know, and it doesn't protect you during the day because obviously there's, and you could probably go to the CDC for this reliable information about how many people have gotten the jab as well as basically no protection from the virus. So it doesn't protect you during the day while you're out walking in the streets alone. Be sure to wear your mask and all that good stuff. Humpty Dumpty sat on the loo. Humpty Dumpty had a great flu. All the king's horses and all the king's men denied Humpty Dumpty ivermectin, as well as monoclonal antibodies, which are supposed to be pretty, uh, pretty good. Be sure to contact your regular doctor for medical advice. Rockaby baby on the treetop in a plexiglass cage. COVID, you'll stop. Still with your mask on, this will never stop but I'll buy you a bubble when you learn to walk. I don't know, it kind of rhymes, but I thought that was pretty good. little dystopian. Number 13, finally, the reclassification of marijuana on a federal level. And I would just like to say we just have to get over it. We have to get over this subject of marijuana in these states that still hasn't allowed it. It's so ridiculous. We can drink ourselves to death. We could, we could, we could OD on booze, but we can't OD on pot. What What are you gonna do? Get over it. You're gonna fall asleep on the couch. You're gonna let Netflix running, and you gotta back up six episodes of Stargate because, because you fell asleep. And although, just like any drug, it does have its downsides just like anything else, but about this conspiracy that it can actually help people. Let's let's get rid of this conspiracy that it's just all bad and realize the effects that it can actually help people. This is why it has also been implemented as a medical system, within the medical system. You can get a medical card for it to combat some of the effects you might be having, whether it's pain or soreness or I don't know, but we'd rather keep people on the meds from these pharmaceutical titans than admit that there could be a more natural, more privatized, even a way you can grow your own, which currently medical card holders can grow their own anywhere from five to seven plants, depending on which state you live in, and, but there's no money in that, so it's not something that really, like, we'd rather hook you on these pharmaceuticals than allow for the uh, advancement of medical marijuana or even just federally changing the system. Get over it, people. Not to go back to where all this propaganda, again, propaganda, media, things that were drilled in your brain, and these are long-lasting. So not only is it a, an example of propaganda— but it's, it's an example that once you lose rights, it's very difficult to get them back. You can almost guarantee that you won't get them back once they have been changed. So that's something we have to look into the future, but in the way that it has affected medical marijuana, uh, not even just medical, just marijuana industry for the growth of hemp, building products, synthetics, for goods. It's something that was strangled a long time ago with Reefer Madness and these propaganda videos and then outlawed. And we're still fighting for the basic right to be able to smoke a natural leaf that grows out of the ground. It is more health beneficial for you if there's any benefit whatsoever then it it is alcohol all day long not only less impairing uh maybe for some it could be even more impairing but <laughs> it depends on the person tread lightly until you know your limits but i think people are alcoholism is a terrible thing uh, if all you do is smoke weed psh, you're not going to OD and uh, like you are an opioid or this or that or alcohol or or get a way too addicted. It's it's life changing. You can still, in my opinion, smoke weed and have a very fulfilling, functional, rewarding life. You just again have to know your limits and whatever. Just fucking see a doctor. Number twelve. We will see the dark side of the moon, and it's literally the Death Star. There's going to be a magnetic change within the atmosphere and orbiting like our orbiting moon and comets. Everything's just going to flip, just 180. Now we're going to see the other side of the moon. It's going to be the Death Star. We're going to be very scared, as we should be. And the Earth is flat. This is all part of number 12, but the Earth is flat. I have finally come to terms to agree with the flat earthers that the Earth is flat. Just kidding. And my bringing it up is inspired from the Netflix animation Inside Job. And it's great. I recommend that you watch that. Highly recommend it. But really there are people that believe. That the earth is flat. And that's pretty wild. I, I've i never seen a flat earth video. Some of them could be pretty convincing. But it's pretty weird. Not to discredit the community. Vastly growing category of conspiracies. But we need to laugh at this one. Because it's it could be. Classified in the conspiracy, air quotes, context, and I would say that's where it dies in the conspiracy. anything. There's There's no proof. To, there's actually a proof. There's actually a lot of proof to the contrary, so I'm sticking with that side, that it's not flat, just to confirm. Number 11, what will we be able to see with the James Webb Space Telescope? It's said to be a hundred times more powerful than Hubble's mirror telescope, which I believe we've been using for how long now? I don't know. I didn't look that information up. I think the first thing we will see is a warning label on an alien coffee mug or some shit like that. Something that says, like, this is made of ceramic and been known to cause cancer in the Zebulon region of Glapnar." And then uh, all we have to do is we realize we have to just zoom out a little bit because it's that powerful. I don't know. We can only hope. This could bring revolutionary advancements or knowledge, ways that we see things, talk about things. It's only a matter of time before it just grows and grows and grows. But, hey, it's pretty cool. Anything that involves space and just trying to understand Continually understand the differences of what's going on or figuring out new information, finding new stars, finding new galaxies, stuff that really isn't mainstream because, you know, it's not a fear campaign. That's not going to get you to click on something big, do you? You know, it's not, we live in a drama society. That's what gets the clicks, baby. Number 10, this is more of a New Year's resolution, but I just wrote down, just eat more tacos goes all day baby. Number nine the oculus. I mean do we really even know what's behind the oculus? Do we really this technology is so far advanced in my opinion in video gaming. It might have it might not have the greatest of graphics and quality compared to some the PS5 for example, or things like that. but it's badass. It is fully immersive. It's a very inexpensive. They have to be producing these things basically for free. They are that cheap. And I have to admit, it's like having a better than Dave and Busters in my living room in a six I could play this thing in a six foot by six foot space. Boxing, beat saber, pistol whip. My favorite game is walkabout mini golf. It's like one of the coolest. It just puts you in that space. It's relaxing. There's a calming sound to it. There's waterfalls. I could even fly around the board. It's pretty relaxing, you know? And just mini golf like I'm not happy Gilmore. Again, movie reference. Cha-ching. But you got to practice on the the short range, the short game, bro. The putt-putt. And I'm not just going to go on and on about it because my focus uh, is more along the lines of what it is and the kind of information that it's gathering on you and or in the use of that technology to continually advance it. It's that cheap. It's like Facebook where you pay nothing for it. And when you do that, or Spotify or all these different accounts that you sign up to, if you're not paying for it, you are the product. That's what it is. It's a gathering of information, and that's where value is nowadays. It's not in actual products. If you could gather up shitload of information, man, you could, like, could be like the third richest person in the world probably within five years if you could figure out a way to, to massively gain information on people. And it's that cheap, but it's that cool. So it's really playing into the technology... Uh, Future advancement where we all become something along the lines of Ready Player One, boom, another movie reference. Cha-ching. Man, I wish I had sponsors for this. But just real quick, last part of this subject, it's like the experiments that Facebook was doing. So Oculus is owned by Facebook and Meta, that whole conglomerate of social media resources that we have that we don't pay for because, you know, It knows everything that we do and who we are. But anyways, it's like the experiments that Facebook was doing denied it later, but then came out and said that it's actually true. But they were literally doing studies and altering people's moods. Like literally mood-altering studies where they would show you certain things to create a certain response and continually create an increased time and interaction with the site all for the sake of, like, changing your moods. This deals with the human psyche, psychology, its experiments. It's without our knowledge. And it's just expected that, oh, these companies are legit. Man, they're on the up and up. They know what they're doing. And then behind the scenes, the the sinister aspect of companies, social media, and Probably more importantly, the government is what I have more concerns about. But that's a topic for another podcast. So That was number nine, right? Yep, the Oculus was number nine. So number eight, the Great Migration continues. There will be even more people this year leaving the draconian states that keep on with the charade of overreach and tyranny on the American people. Some don't care, and for others, it has destroyed their lives and continuing to do so. So there's going to be a great influx, we'll say, uh, exodus from certain states and a great influx from other states. Again, probably not going out on a limb here. I probably should try to be a little more accurate for number eight, getting down to number one. But that's what it is, and I don't think that... uh, we will continue to i do think we will continue to see this happen for sure we're in the great reset and it's started but we could go back to number 22 like no that, that no nah, that can't happen to us we're in denial no nah, but it's a slow move up until it's not a slow move anymore so as of a week and a half maybe two weeks notice lori lightfoot had said in the the city limits of chicago might even be Cook County as a whole in Illinois where the state is going to require the vaccination card in order to get into public establishments as far as dining, entertainment, movies and anything else that might be an indoor function and quite possibly expanded to outdoor function. I don't it, it just never stops. It just keeps expanding to first it ends up being this like And then it grows to something like this, and then now it's expanded to where it affects people more and more. It's not only going to affect businesses where the titans just keep on growing their money. These local businesses will end up getting strangled and destroyed. People will have to move. People will have to figure out different means of living uh, because it's a very slippery slope on where we're going, and it just keeps going. Uh, I'm going to skip number seven. Uh, you know what? I won't skip it. I had a Facebook post that I made, which is just, I was kind of running out of things to predict, but I do feel like very soon, maybe next year, depends on how far they are with the technology. You know, they only tell us so much of the information governmentally, what's going on with technology. It's not mainstream. It's not stuff that creates a division. So it's not part of the forefront, but Sex robots are going to become available on online dating. This is going to absolutely kill the traditional family. It's very sad. This is where our future goes, folks. We got sex robots. We got uh, the media line to us. We got the great division, the great migration, the great reset. Uh, You know, it sounds really great. A A lot of great things, a lot of things with the word great in the name, but it's really not that great. All right, moving right on. Along with the sex robots, that's not great either. We need the traditional family. We need people to procreate, you know. It's best for nature to just do its live its course. I'll just leave it at that. Number 6, Elon Musk will start implanting Neuralink into people's skulls. And again, not going out on a limb, it has been pushed back. I think he was originally planning on starting this in 2020. Didn't happen, in, it was postponed to 2021. But I did hear on a podcast or somewhere where he did claim to start making those implants available in 2022. So if this does take place in 2022, we will not only see some miracle medical advancements, I believe, because this thing is boring into your skull right so it doesn't protrude hooks up to a bunch of uh neurons hence Neuralink. but i think we're going to see even more strange things and uh, astronomical capabilities that this thing can eventually be used into expanding the bandwidth is how he's described it before on other podcasts i've listened to he just had a podcast with lex friedman Very recently, I think it might be an hour and a half or a two-hour podcast. haven't listened to it yet, but I'm very much looking forward to listening to that one and seeing what he has to say at a a current level. But that's going to be crazy once we eventually get to the use of Neuralink. Here's a caveat prediction, and this will take longer than just one year's time, but I think once this technology is not only used as a medical advancement or to cure a certain ailment from somebody once it starts getting used to more of a cosmetic i guess that's a word for it right a cosmetic style where you can just hook up to the internet with your brain something like that because it'll have greater bandwidth you can throw in a wi-fi capability and get music in your head. it's like Jimmy, it's like Jimi Hendrix is playing in my head, man. But he is. He really is. <laughs> so it's a crazy thing, and this might be 10, 20 years down the line. Who knows if it ever even happens, but uh, yeah. Yeah, number six. Number five, we will be visited by aliens, where they request an ambassador to represent humans as entry to the Galactic Federation. Something that was in the news just a side tangent real quick, NASA has just hired 24 theologians to monitor the reaction of aliens to humans. So maybe there's, what if they take like 200 people, right, or a thousand people from different ethnicities, uh, religious backgrounds, beliefs, things like that, so they can get as wide a variety as possible on how some of these people are going to react to an actual alien what if there is an alien and we have a deal with the alien where it says yeah okay you can show me to these people all these people have to sign non-disclosures and then if they end up ratting somebody out you know they just disappear it's plain and simple easy peasy So it's just kind of weird that NASA and also even the Pentagon releasing certain information about UFOs, but it's only very limited information. It's like they're trickling out these small little itsy-bitsy distraction informations. You know what? NASA just released that upon the Jelaine Maxwell news, where she was just convicted of five of the six accounts that she was being charged for. Anyways, that's a tangent. We can only hope that one day if there is advanced life forms with advanced technologies that could better civilizations we can only hope that one day that it is in good nature and a very mutual mutually beneficial agreement between getting involved in a galactic federation that's pretty serious stuff you know what i mean And then before you know it, we have Stargates and all these different planets and we can just travel. We don't even have to travel like six months or through hyperspace. We just walk through a Stargate, you know. That'd be fucked up, man. I'm still watching Stargate. I've been watching it for several, several months. There's 10 seasons. There's like 22 to 24 episodes per season. It's like 3,050 hours of content. I'm still going through it. I'm on season nine. (laughs) Number four, and this is a two-parter. Either Joe Rogan, OD's on ivermectin. As healthy as this guy is, maybe it's realized that he realizes that shit, I had this heart, I had this horse heart implanted in me because he's got enough money. Maybe along all his research, there was some doctor that told him, hey, man. If you get a horse heart, you can you can put you could kick that much harder. You could breathe that much faster. You could breathe underwater, man. All you got to do is get this heart horse heart transplant. So then his horse heart developed worms, and then he ends up OD'ing on Ivermectin. It's a sad story. I hope that doesn't happen. But this is being part 2 of the two-parter number 4 prediction. Rogan announces his ticket to run in the 2024 elections. Now, he's not somebody that would do this because he had specifically said on many different accounts that he would never look forward to doing anything like that. But being that number five was we are visited by aliens and they are looking for an ambassador to represent Earth and the Galactic Federation. That's who they choose. They request Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan's fine. He didn't OD on ivermectin, but now he's the ambassador to the Galactic Federation. So maybe one of those two things are going to happen. And they already know Joe Rogan because they visit him and talk to him in his DMT trips. He was born to do this, just like Elon Musk was born to do what he does. Build the dick rockets to send him up to space. Throw the rover on Mars, see what's going on over there. All right, we're getting down to the end here. Number three. One of the first fully CRISPR babies will be born. And he, slash she, will end up being the kid from Brightburn. (laughs) Again, movie reference. Boom! Cha-ching! That's another sponsor that I don't have. Just giving out free recommendations here for movies and shows. But Brightburn, I've never seen that one. It's supposed to be a pretty good movie. The whole idea is that this kid... It's like, comes down to Earth from another planet. He's got special powers. He ends up realizing these powers. It's like a Superman story that's gone wrong. It's like Superman that is bad, ends up using it for sinister purposes. You know, kind of like the government. Uh, Anyways, first CRISPR baby. All right, I am back. And I have to reference previously in the podcast, I mentioned that Jelaine Maxwell has been convicted as of yesterday, maybe, around 4 o'clock. Uh, five of the six accounts that she was being charged for. Heinous crimes. All the information has been resealed. There's no nothing to see here. Nothing to further investigate. And people are calling it more of a cover-up than an investigation. And all signs point to, yes? And I knew, one that it wasn't going to be allowed to be viewed publicly in order to protect people, I'm sure of it. Uh, Two, evidence would be lost, this or that. Three, she may or may not get convicted, but even so, that's as far as it will go. And it's, the proof is in the pudding, bro. (laughs) That's where we're at. But I have the truth. The real, number two, this is the truth behind the Epstein, Maxwell, and the elite pedophile ring. This is all for entertainment purposes. Little St. James is an island that didn't take young women to this very exclusive, reclusive island. Now, this really wasn't a pedophile ring. Okay, the truth behind everything is that it's a -a make-a-wish... For dying elderly. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. These are mostly women. And it's funded by the ultimate. You follow the money. The ultimate funding comes from hospice. And it's a hospice. Make a wish. Foundation. Where they fulfill these elderly. The dying elderly. Of their dying wish. They realized over time. That after they started up this organization, that there was an overwhelming majority of dying elderly, both female, mostly female, and some male that want nothing more than to massage and suck off a super-rich elite public figure. <laughs> hey, again, who are we to judge these people, okay? Little St. James' War is a place that provides this service for the dying elderly. There is a very... Intricate, elaborate, uh, magical special effects prosthetic artist, okay? Nobody knows who this person is. Nobody's been able to find out or research that this person even exists within the Epstein-Maxwell ring. But this person is like, he's the special effects makeup artist uh, similar to that of Banksy, Super elite. You don't know who this person is. It's a big cover-up. What this prosthetic Banksy would do is take these elderly from the Make-A-Wish Hospice Foundation that had these inspirations, their last dying wish, and this artist would completely transform them into a 14-year-old female, (laughs) whether it's male or female, this is the kind of magic that this makeup artist would do. Special effects artist. It's like the opposite of Bad Grandpa. You know, where they take, what is it, Johnny Knox? And they turn him into, like, they put an old, elderly, wrink- wrinkled uh, kind of prosthetic on his face. They change it. Oh, he's Bad Grandpa. You know, this is this is the elderly teens that they were trafficking to Little St. James Island. You can't, be, you have heard it here first, okay? When this stuff's if this stuff starts coming out, you heard it here first. These are the predictions of 2022. We got one year to expose this ring. And it's hospice, and it's the Banksy special effects artist that we will never know. Moving on to number one. And this is going to be a cliffhanger. Because this will ultimately be one of the upcoming episodes that I will release. Which is going to be the continual growing of the metaverse. Now, I don't think any of us. There's some of us that are paying attention. But you have to be extremely paying attention to the things that are going on. How fast they're moving and which direction they're moving and which ones are Assets and which ones might be um, not as, uh, whether you're looking for a profit, they might not be as profitable, might not be as uh, uh, exponentially growing as others, but there are certain things that uh, within the metaverse. So by the end of the year, we will have digital homes, digital jobs, digital families, and digital communities. We'll have digital money. We're going to have digital assets. Digital paintings, digital artwork, digital experience that will encompass all of our lives. This is Ready Player One. Cha-ching! Another movie reference that I just actually mentioned earlier as well. But this is the cliffhanger. So to get into more details on this, please tune in for the next episode where I am going to try to explain the differences between real-life experiences that we most of us have all grown in, in love to enjoy and then where it's going to go in the digital space and the metaverse and the different experiences that we will encounter comparing reality to the metaverse. And that's it. That's number one. I hope that this episode was everything that you hoped it would be. And I'm going to leave with one final thought, and this is a spoiler alert. So, again, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, if you have not seen, don't look up. Then I suggest, and you don't like spoilers, just turn off the episode right now. I just watched it yesterday. It was very good. Again, I do recommend it, but there's a few things that I found very interesting about this movie. So I'm going to get into the spoilers. I thank you for listening, and uh, see you in the next episode, hopefully. So a few things that were pretty interesting about this is, one, it was funny. Two, definitely entertaining. It was about two hours and 20 minutes, two and a half hours, something like that. And very great for, for a movie. I don't know whether I feel more hopeful about the future, or less hopeful in watching this. Some of the more hopeful things that I saw in the movie, which really wasn't too much, one of the things that I would see as more hopeful is the growing advancement in technology. And really outside of that, the only other hopeful thing that I saw was the in-between shots that they showed of the life on Earth the hippos, I think they showed a, a bee, they showed a hummingbird, I think they showed some whales at some point, and they're just going, snapping these side shots, really quick video of all this various life that we have on earth. So it's very overwhelming in a positivity sense that we have such a glorious planet with so many different diverse things going on and some of the most successful parts about it is the balance of nature and I think that's the beauty that we have going on and then the last hopeful thing that I saw and please just bear with me here is at the end the comet hits earth and ultimately destroys it if we cannot correct ourselves on a very bad path that I think we're in, so that is some of the less hopeful things that the movie exploits, is the chaos that we have. The exploitation of even the, the planet as an entirety for the potential of financial gain. We are bombarded on every angle with social media, and at that point of the movie, it was chaos. But it was real. They kind of make fun of it. They exaggerate it a little bit. You're seeing all these things, and everybody's talking about the same thing at once, but that's what is going on. You almost have to talk about it as soon as it comes out, because if not, then you're behind in these times. So it's a very reaction-like situation. That we discuss, but it's we're bombarded with the constant same old shit. And it's exhausting. I don't know who else is getting sick and tired of the way that things are headed. And I don't know who else is sick and tired of feeling like there's really nothing that we can do on an individual basis, for the most part. Politics will be politics. You might have people that say, oh, vote, make sure that you vote. That's great and all. I will make sure that I vote. But is that going to be a cure to the disease <laughs> that we have going on? It exploits some of the worst qualities in humanity, And uh, but very enjoyable entertainment. Uh, the ending, it was it was a great movie, really great movie. So you do have to see that. Really looking forward to Ready Player Two that should be coming out. Oh, another reference, cha-ching. You know, I still have to watch The Witcher. Whoa, another reference, cha-ching. Anyways, I'm not going to keep you here any longer. I hope that, again, this was everything that you hoped it would be. I wrote down, I spent hours and hours writing down all these predictions. And when I got past, like, the third one... I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot of work. But I managed to get 22 crazy, wild, wacky predictions out there. uh, Follow up with you next year and see which ones came true and what didn't. In the meantime, I do plan to release continual new episodes, hopefully on a weekly basis. I might do two to three weeks on, one week off, sort of thing. Depends on how busy I get. But I do plan to keep this up and. Your continued support is greatly appreciated. Pass this on to anybody you know, private message, because I know it's embarrassing if you share this on a a public forum. So take care in the meantime, and we'll see you next year. (laughs) How stupid is that joke? See you next year.